Why, that's just racist, supremacist, voter suppression, everyone. You can't expect people like women and minorities and pansexual, non-gender, binary lizard people to understand things like rules and schedules, due dates, and applications. We have to put an end to these racist voter suppression laws right now. Welcome, all you wonderful people checking out the podcast. My name is Dave, and this is Right All Week. And if you would like to interact on any of the remaining social media networks, please look for the username at Right All Week. Also, take in emails if you like. The address is rightallweek at gmail.com. If I'm still on the YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you're listening to audio or wherever you find us, do please share this content. It's good for you. It's good for those who find it. It's good to try to keep some of these ideas out there while it's still possible. So do what you can. Much appreciation. So we're we're going to talk today about election laws specifically because today, just hours ago, Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida has signed a new voter integrity bill. And of course, the media is doing what media does. So I've grabbed a, an excellent example of how they handle these things. Uh, this comes from The Hill. The writer is Reed Wilson who uh, uses the headline, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs election restriction bill, because it's all about the language. We can try to make it sound like we've got victims right off the bat. Restricted access, these poor victims, because nothing gets you more than victimology does. And the article begins with, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis Thursday signed a sweeping new election reform measure that would restrict access to the ballot box. So, of course, we're trying to make that come across as some sort of uh, power imposing and uh, obstructing other people. The latest Republican-led effort to change the election procedures sparked by former President Trump's defeat six months ago. It can't have anything to do with all of the funny math that came out as a result of the election that took place last November. It's only because of Trump's defeat. See, that's the, what they want to make it sound like we're all butthurt and we're all offended and that's the reason we're doing this. It can't can't actually be because the numbers didn't make sense to some people. In fact, the census that just came out, which was held back for several months, it came out and confirmed there's about a four to five million uh, person disparity between the re total reported number of votes that we counted back then and the number of people who actually voted, according to the census. So government says on one side, oh, we have five, four or five million more. Government says on the other side, we got four or five million less votes. Uh, I don't know how you're supposed to reconcile those. It's the same source, just different departments saying two different things, but you're not allowed to question or you get canceled. So I wouldn't dare do that now in this video. I'm just telling you what the government's saying and you can do what you want with that. But of course, regardless of any information you might find that makes any sense or gives any doubt, casts any shadows over the numbers back then, the real reason anybody's gonna be signing an election reform bill right now is because Trump lost, just so that you guys were all on the same page here. So it says that he signed it and uh, denied access to local news people, which I don't think that matters. You know, other media was there. And of course, they're covering it now. They're just butthurt because they're always butthurt. And now we see that there was opposition coming from the county supervisors of election. That's something that was uh, important to them because, of course, there's nobody in government who wants to have their job made a little, you know, raising the standards of the quality of their performance or have anything added to their job description. People usually aren't on board with that. That can't be the real reason, though. The real reason has to be because they care so much about the people who are going to be affected by this racist, restrictive law. And measure, this is a back to the article, measure would limit voter access to absentee ballot boxes, 
Really? Because ballot boxes are so important, right? You've never heard of anything like, a, let me think about this for a second, a public post office box? Uh, if you don't have a mailbox of your own, you could just go drop this here. Plus, we've got early voting for people who want access to the actual poll sites. You can do that. Or you can go on the day of, heaven forbid, somebody actually vote on voting day. Or you can get an absentee ballot and then put it in your own mailbox or, again, put it in a local public uh, post office box. So the ballot box is redundant, but that's how government rolls, right? And these how these people roll. So really what they want is to make sure there's an extra added measure of access that doesn't do serve any purpose. It would just require more supervision, more spending, more jobs. And in this case, it's probably not as secure, but um, that's debatable. Either way, it's redundant and unnecessary, but they're still fighting for it. It would require voters who want to cast absentee ballots to submit new requests every, selection, every election cycle. Well, why is that a bad idea? It's not like anything changes between one vote and the next, right? Because, you know, sometimes people move. Sometimes people want to switch parties because they want to vote in the other primary. Or sometimes people, heaven forbid, die. In this case, it's why is it a bad idea to make sure that the person is still who they say they are, where they say they are, and uh, make sure that we're protecting that specific absentee ballot for every particular election. If they're smart enough to fill out the form one time, I'm sure they can fill it out a second time. And it's not like we saw any abuse of these kinds of systems before, right? Because in other counties, other states, I mean, people were voting who didn't actually live there. Did that actually happen? Absolutely it happened. But the same people who will tell you that it's statistically insignificant and we don't actually have to do anything about these votes are the same people who shut down the entire freaking country for a fatality rate of 1% of 1%. So the definition of statistically significant seems to be not based on the numbers, but based on whether or not it helps you with your agenda. So... That's the truth of this situation, and uh, I think it's a great idea to have the people fill out a new, because you can still get it. We're not saying, no, you can't have it. If you meet the criteria, you meet the criteria. You just have to do it for each election. The bill would require, oh, this is another good part. You know, we're not going to allow non-election workers within 150 feet of a polling place to distribute things like water and food. We're not saying we're not going to do that. I'm not saying that people aren't going to get, you know, if there's a line and you need some refreshment, we're not saying it can't be there. Just that other folks who don't work for the polling, who are supposed to be non-biased, have no investment, no agenda, you know, that rule obviously isn't going to apply to outside help, if we call it help, people who might come in and influence, oh yeah, you know, hey, here's the water. By the way, who are you voting for? Oh, you know, I heard that it's going to be several hours before you actually get in there. You might want to come back later. Or, oh, hey, I heard, excellent, glad that you're voting for the same person I want you to vote for. Here, have an extra water. I hope that you get in there soon. That never happens, I'm sure. But even if it doesn't ever happen, let's just say we're fighting against some invisible ninjas with this. Why is it a bad idea? because the potential is there. The bill, back to the article, would require voters who want the absentee ballot or change their party to submit, here's some things, a state driver's license number, a state identification number, or the last four digits of your social security number with your request. So it's bad idea now for us to make sure that the people who are requesting the ballot, the absentee ballot in this case, are citizens of the United States, are citizens of the state of Florida, 
Why is this a bad idea? And they've given you the option. It's not like, hey, I don't drive. Okay, do you have a state ID? No, I don't have a state ID. Were you, were you born in America? Or did you get your residency and your citizenship in America? Because at least everybody has that option. And you can put it on there. If you don't have these, you don't have a right to vote. We haven't actually changed anything here. We just added a measure of confirmation to prove that the right that you claim to have is real. Also, bar state or Florida county from entering into legal consent agreements that would change election procedures. Oh, really? So we're saying that the whole state has to operate the same way? Local people can't decide, I'm going to enter into an agreement with somebody else that maybe isn't everywhere else in the state? So it's actually going to be a uniform election process. Imagine that. That probably comes in handy. It also bans counties from accepting grants or private funds to pay for election-related expenses because we totally saw this happened last time. Facebook, Zuckerberg, helped pay for some things at places. I'm sure he doesn't want anything in return. He's just that philanthropic. He's just anchoring that much. He just really wants to just give his money away to things. He doesn't have any personal desire to see a specific outcome. Nobody ever has that going on. That's, of course, the, uh, the accusation that you have, to, you have to believe things like what I'm mockingly saying here in order for you to demonize any of these measures. Now, it's reported here, Republicans, uh, they are saying that the measures are meant to provide confidence in the elections, which I think that makes sense. You know, if I'm adding these levels of integrity, these extra proofs or these ways to protect things, wouldn't you feel good about it? But I guess that they're trying to make it sound like that's a lie. Like, that isn't the real reason. Again, going back to Trump lost, so we have to find ways to increase it. Well, here's the interesting thing about it. If the way to increase the likeliness that somebody else is going to win is by making it harder to break the rules, then I think you have exposed yourself as someone who wants to break the rules. Uh, but they want as few as possible buffers between the, an individual, citizen or not, just a, the easiest way possible, the lowest investment possible for somebody to go in there and cast their vote, cast their opinion. This is not in keeping with the spirit of the elections as it was originally designed by our founders. They wanted people, you wanted you to be informed. They wanted you to care. They wanted you to have some skin in the game, which is why originally it was for property owners specifically, you know, land owners. So, <clears throat> to say now that we don't want any of those things. We don't care if you know what you're doing. We just want you to go in there and check the box next to the magic D and then you're done for the day and thank you for being a good citizen. They're trying to make it sound like here and they even put it in the accusation that they just want to keep power, that Republicans just want to keep power. And this is a typical Alinsky style tactic where you accuse the other guys of doing exactly what it is that you're doing. Because again, they're not changing any of the existing rules. They're just making it harder to break the existing rules. So if the other guys who also have power in places in government want to make it easier to break the rules, then who do you think it is more likely that's actually trying to control the seat of power and to maintain their level of influence? And to bring it down to a personal level for you, the voter, which one is better for you? If you know that the person, there's somebody out there who wants to make sure that your vote is legitimate, that everybody's vote is legitimate, that your vote is protected and it's not going to be canceled out by someone who doesn't have a right to vote by votes that don't exist or people that don't exist. It's a watering down of the entire voter 
process, the entire system of our elections, if we just let anybody who's anybody who just happens to be here, a breathing body, or in some cases, maybe not, but that's not statistically significant. If we could just allow all those votes to come in there and we have a disparity of four or five million between the census and the actual count, how does that help you feel better about your vote? How can you be sure that your vote is 100% legit, 100% protected, and its integrity is maintained if that's the actual goal. And I find it interesting. We're talking about the same people who are somehow saying, well, every new rule that we put in place to make it harder and harder for you to own a handgun or some firearm or any weapon of any sort in order for you to provide protection for yourself, because maybe you don't want to wait a few minutes, or in some cases, several minutes for law enforcement which may or may not be defunded, maybe you don't want to wait for those guys to come and rescue you in a situation where there's a bad guy doing something bad to you. Maybe you like the option of protecting yourself. And they say, well, we're totally protecting the Constitution. We're not violating the original intent of the founders and the writers if we just put more and more rules and make it harder and harder for you to do something basic like not die or at least not get wounded in a particular circumstance. But now, oh, we can't possibly interfere with people who may or may not have the right anymore, or maybe never did have the right. The idea of protecting the civil responsibility of casting a vote, we can't do that. More rules for gun owners, less rules for possible voters. Which one of these makes more sense to you? I'll let you decide on that one. Anyhow, so this is the news that's come out today. They are casting as much as they can to make it look as bad as they can that the Republicans, like Ron DeSantis, who are signing bills like this, are suppressing voters. And we have somebody who's already filed a case who's trying to come against it and say that it's that there's violation of the Constitution and it's going to suppress voters, which I get back to the, the mocking that I started with here, the idea that who is actually going to be affected? Are we talking about people who have a right to vote? Because if you do, you're going to have the numbers, you're going to have the access, you're going to have the integrity. Nothing about this actually stops real possible voters from voting. But it might add a little extra level of complication. You know, you might have to get your absentee ballot in by a certain date. You might have to actually use the post office. You might actually have to fill out the application again. So are we saying, it's like the soft bigotry of the left at this point to say, well, we can't expect people to actually do that. We can't expect them to fill out the forms. We can't expect them to use a post office box. We can't expect them to remember their own personal identification number. Really? So you obviously think that they're stupid, incapable, and they need your hand holding all the way across the line. Really? Well, in that case, if you're the one holding their hand and you're doing everything for them, then who's actually casting a vote there? So that's my case for today. I hope that you appreciate it, that you understand it. I hope that you're willing to share this content with everyone. I think it's important that we protect our rights as citizens of the United States. So do what you can to help get the word out there and thank people like Governor Ron DeSantis who are doing what they can to help us. Much appreciation to you. And I appreciate you for watching the video. Again, I hope that you'll share it and I hope that you'll come back for more because this is Right All Week where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters. Mm -hmm.